1: Coach Stone
0: Podcast.
1: Coach Stone Podcast number sixteen. I want to thank everyone for listening to Coach Stone Podcast. I want to also thank JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sport Network for doing this. BJ. Thanks a lot for talking me into this. I know I thank you every podcast, but seriously, I thought I, when I did the pilot show I had one. Now I'm at 16 already. It's amazing. If you ever want to visit any of my old podcasts or my past blogs I've wrote or future blogs I'm writing, PE games or books I've written or books I'm going to write, you can go to my website, CoachStoneFootball.com. You can listen to all my own old podcasts and all my new podcasts. They're, they'll be on iTunes under J.C. Hawks Radio. We're also under Stitcher, under J C Hawk Sports Network. So before we even start, I just want to know this. This my next guest. This is great. I mean, we just we, we were talking a couple of months ago, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if you heard that, but uh, what, what's going to happen is when you listen, to this viewers, if you are a football fan, and you fumble if you ever had a back or anybody fumble football, I'm going to tell you right now, you're you're going to want to definitely get my next guest on the line. And I, I'm sorry, Coach, for doing this to you. But, uh, Coach, are you on?
0: Yes, sir. I'm right here.
1: Awesome. We have Tom Cranger from Northwood University, running backs coach, up in Michigan. He is the ne- next guest on the Coach Stone Podcast number 16. He's also the eventer of high and tight. What is high and tight? It is a ball that actually beefs. It's pretty amazing. I got one right here. Thanks, Coach, for sending it over to me. This is awesome. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Coach.
1: Oh, don't worry yeah. about it. Okay. So, Coach, here we're going to do, let's do this for the uh, pot, for the field of our first-time listeners. Now, I just want you to know, Coach, I'm going to thank you very much. I only get like about five listeners a show. with Just just the beeps alone, you know, you were, we were talking beforehand before we started this. What, what did you say when you heard the beep? What did you say? I can hear you getting better at ball security. You hear me <laughs> I hear you better? I can hear you better. I can hear you. All, all right, all so what that your means that your company is high and tight, right? Um, we'll go over that in a second. Uh, let's just do this real quick. Game plan, very simple for the listeners. Pre-game, Coach is going to talk about himself. He's going to tell you how to get this wonderful ball. He's got two different sizes. This is the one I got for my son. So, Coach, again, thanks a lot. Um, we have a kickoff question. Uh, we're going to have a first drive question. We're going to go and get some water. And then after that, halftime is there. After that, we are going to definitely talk about the kick return question. And then after that, we are going to do a second drive question. Coach is going to leave some words of wisdom and two-minute warning. And then at the end, we're going to call it as a game. Coach, are you ready to go? I'm here, Coach. Coach, introduce yourself to the listening audience. Tell them about this wonderful product you sent me. And uh, let's go with the pregame, Coach. It's all yours.
0: Thank you, Coach. As I said before, I'm uh, honored and humbled to be on here. I'm just a football coach, like many of the listeners. You know, started out in the in a dad coach game, being coached by my own dad and different fathers. And you know, you find yourself 25, 30 years later, having you know played Division One with no Division One talent. Just go on record for that. Uh, More (laughs) Division (laughs) Three talent, and then uh, coaching a couple of you know a decade and a half and at the division two level and had various roles and been honored to serve lots of kids. And I even spent time in high school. I left college for uh, almost a decade and took over a high school program, a great program in Michigan that had storied experiences. And then they were in rebuild years. And I went back in and helped them put on the right game in the right direction and had great kids around me. And uh, that led me to this invention. You know, you, you mentioned uh, in your game about, um, you know if you've if you've had a wide right receiver or, or a running back fumble the ball you want to talk to this guy and, and I'll tell you if, if the, your listeners of those five if one of them has not ever had a fumble call me go online teach me what you're doing cuz I want to know because my uh, third year in high school we were poised to make a make a run you know we had all of our kids back all of our leaders all of our great impact players difference makers and uh God's honest truth coach stone we lost seven games in the fourth quarter that we were leading to fumbles uh, these are these are good teams i mean they no nothing against them they're good teams but we have the lead we have the ball we have we're running the we're running our option we're we're doing a great job and uh, these kids are playing their hearts out for me they're they've now turned into great young men ten years later you know and and uh I'm looking at into the eyes after the game and i'm you know we're crying together like what the heck you know we do the drills we do the ball security every day and we do strip drills and we fight these things. And we teach about it, but you know, you look at it, you can't tell anything. And then and so I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, guys, I promise you, I'm going to find out why we went one and eight when we seriously were an eight and one football team, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and so I just started like you do, like any good coach does, a good parent does you ask people smarter than you, you know, you, you seek out wisdom. Um, I went to, I went to some, you know, uh, experts in the, in the field of sensors. I went to this international sensors convention and find out, you know, like force cause I'm looking at watching the video and it looks like the kid's secured. And then all of a sudden the guy punches it out. So obviously he didn't end enough force in the ball. You know, I talked to some experts in, in habits and what it takes to break habits, make habits. Uh, and then, you know, just start asking other coaches, you know, what do you do? And so I, I, I listened to all those guys and I came up with the fact that uh, in today's technology world, simple is better you know the yeah. when we started this whole thing you know he had all these big things but simple is better you know are you teaching good technique and I learned that that I'd never I'd never taught a specific perfect hold you know I always talked about you know hand placement and five points of pressure and all those buzzwords that we did you know high and tight uh, and and I had people just touch me I had a leather guy teaching me about carrying a football this guy had been working with leather for six, you know, 20 some years, he was 60 years old. And he's telling me, you know, you're carrying the ball wrong, son. I'm like, what do you mean I'm carrying the ball wrong? And he's like, if you want to compress a football, he goes, you can't be on the seams. That's double stitch cowhide. he goes, that ball is going to pivot and rotate on that. It's just the spine of the football. So I had never heard anybody tell me about the spine of a football before. Uh, so take all those different people pouring in and I basically became a funnel. And then I just, Basically, going through and say, okay, how can I solve all the things we have and how can I reach kids and help kids? And uh, fast forward six years and three patents and two versions, and now we've got over 10 NFL teams training, over 40 NCAAs, and a couple hundred high schools across the nation. Reach different kids through different senses.
1: And, coach, do me a favor what's the website, social media, like Twitter, if you have Facebook? Give all that really quick, too. All that is real
0: simple. It's at high and tight, which is spelled out H-I-G-H-A-N-D-T-I-G-H-T-1 is all the, all the social media stuff because one fumble is too many. You know, you, you carry it high and tight, and if you get one fumble, it's way too many. So if you've got one fumble, you need to, you know, you need to invest in multisensory training is what I call it. And if you've got no fumbles, you need to come on board with me and, and coach me up. <laughs> and then the website is just
1: highandtight.com. All stalled out. Awesome. Okay, so let's do this, Coach. Let's go to a commercial, and then mm-hmm. we'll after we get back from the U.S. Army Go Edge, Go Army Edge commercial, we'll talk about a little. I'll tell you a little thing, and then we'll start with the kickoff questions. Does that sound good, Coach?
0: That's great. I mean, unfortunately, perfect. Coach, Thank you,
1: Coach, Coach Stone. Podcast number sixteen. We got Coach Tom Kranger on here. We'll be right back after commercial break. Go Army Edge football is a free game-changing app. allows coaches to draw their plays with x's and o's like on a whiteboard and then get the mental reps from the first person's perspective of any position on the field with real-time 3d graphics or virtual reality go army edge football comes preloaded with many example plays and drills for concepts such as formation recognition and rpo reads any coach and any system can benefit from demonstrating in Go Army Edge football. And every player can become a better football player with extra reps in the app. Go visit them on their Twitter or Facebook, insert at Go Army Edge. Back from commercial break, Coach, you know, you're talking about fumbling. Like, literally, if anybody, right, has never fumbled, has a team that's never fumbled, please contact Coach. Please Contact me on my website. I, I definitely want to hear it, too. The one thing I like what you said, Coach, though, is this. It's kind of like quarterbacks, right? You know, I played quarterback in college in indoor football. And I love it when I go to these football camps. They go, oh, quarterbacks don't need to learn how to tackle. I'm like, wait a second. No one's ever thrown an interception here? Okay, great. Because if you don't, you, you're the one that knows you messed up. So if you don't learn how to tackle, the guy's probably going to score, right? So Absolutely. I think your product, with your high and tight about no fumbles, I think it's awesome. I, I don't know how many beeps you can get, Coach, out of this thing, but I'm telling you, me, my son, we've been playing with it all day. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. So, and I apologize <laughs> for the audience that's listening to the beeps, but that's how cool it is. I mean, if you hold it high and tight, the thing beeps. If you don't, it doesn't do it. My son's like, wait a second, Dad, I'm holding the points. I'm like, son, go high and tight. He goes high and tight. Oh, Dad, this is awesome. Oh, so, Coach, I just want to say thanks again for bailing this to me and getting this to me as super fast. So thanks again.
0: My pleasure. I look forward to doing that to many, many other coaches.
1: Perfect. Here's the kickoff question So for the audience, okay? And I think you, kinda, you didn't really touch base on it yet. So th- I'm going to have a three-part question for kickoff questions. I'll, I'll give you the first one. When you're all done, I'll give you the second one, and then the third one, and then we'll go on to the first drive question. Does that sound great, Coach? Absolutely. Perfect. Here we go. First question, Coach, explain to the viewers, because if they're not going to www.highandtight.com right now, let's explain it to them. They, they, maybe they're driving, right, or they're listening mm-hmm. to it on a Sunday and they, they can't go because they know the wife or someone's like, oh, great, now what am I buying for my husband for or for coaching, right? But explain to the audience exactly what is High and Tight. For the audience, it is
0: a revolutionary, innovative product that will teach your kids to close the gaps and carry the ball tight to their body at all times. It creates habit and technique that, that when done with repetition, carries over to a game. So if you're ever watching the game and you're like, wow, look at that guy, the ball's hanging out, we're going to eliminate that gap. And that gap is the ball to their body. And that was done by using the product and closing the gaps between your most common ones, your wrist and your elbow. You tighten those down and you get – Beep. It's an audible feedback. And so you know it's tight to the body. The athlete knows it. The coaches that are hanging around know it. And ultimately your opponent will know it because they'll try and strip you and they can't because you've created habits that win games.
1: Awesome. Perfect, Coach. That's great. Now, question number two, right? And this is the question that, you know, when we first talked, I was like, wait a second, time out. I and mean, like you think of everything in football. I'm, I'm, I'm a boy, you know, Coach Brand from bully College. would call me a Boy Scout because I'm always prepared. Never seen this before. I'm super ecstatic. What made you come up with this invention?
0: Unfortunately, fumbles. You
1: know, I'm, I'm a Marine.
0: I'm a farm boy by birth. I'm a Marine by, by conviction. And I'm a coach by DNA. And if you're, not, <laughs> hoorah, if you're not getting better, <laughs> you're getting worse. You know, I mean, Marine, Marine Corps motto is, you know, Semper Fi, always faithful, always faithful to a proven and mission accomplishment. And if we're, if we're coaching kids and we're trying to make them better and we're trying to add value to their lives and we're investing in them, then we need to find new things each and every day to eliminate adverse situations. You know, if you're not trying to, to teach your quarterback to make better reads and setting up drills to do that, then you're cheating your quarterback. If you're not challenging your wide receivers or your, your skill guys to make better plays and, and be better athletes, then you're cheating them. If, if I'm not helping my big guys find a way, get a better technique, learn more leverage, get their feet worked down, you know, then, I, then I'm not doing my absolute best, and, and life's too short. You know, I've been very blessed to be around a lot of great men who've left this world, and you know, my father being one of them. And uh, you know, I'm just trying to make him proud each and every day. My sons now watch me, and they they learn from. Do I do I accept what it is? The guy fumbles. Ah, oh, guess he just fumbled. No, I'm not going to accept that. That's that's conditioning. We can we can train out of that. You know, you you don't you don't start the world as a great athlete. You hopefully finish it. And that comes through lots of training and lots of work and lots of and lots of people outside of that pouring into you, like, you know, you pouring into me and bringing me on your podcast and investing in me. I want to honor that by doing a good job for you and your listeners.
1: I, I mean, that's awesome, too. And, you know, the biggest thing is if you are a youth coach, okay, I'm telling you, to contact coach, if you are a high school, college, or NFL coach, NFL team, listen, if you lost a game due to a fumble, I'm telling you right now, just by the product, I've only had it since about five hours, right? And hopefully this thing beeps, has a lot of beeps in it, Coach, because if not, it's already beeped. It's going to beep out, like, I'm going to lose the battery life right away. But, I mean, it's really good, and it's a good fundamentally sound. You know, my company, Back to the Basics, this thing is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to my camps, Coach. I'm just telling you right now. I know I only have one, but I'm bringing them to camps for you. So I think oh. it's very important, especially for the running backs and things like that. Okay. So here we go, Coach. Question number three, what makes your ball different than – any other training football on the market? Well, it incorporates
0: sensors and parts of your body in terms of the kinesiology and the activation of force that isn't out there. Nothing out there gives you instant audible feedback. Nothing out there makes you use a better technique than what you used before. You know, there are things, and I use them. I did, you know, slip skins and water balls and, Uh, tuggers and pullers you know those elements of it all but you do the drill to cheat the drill you know there's force coming you know that's a little but you're not working on a technique that can carry over and you don't know you're doing a good job with that technique because you're it's all temporary you use a puller and then you go into your drills and there's no carryover because nobody's pulling on the ball on you until you're in a pile so this product allows you to create habits that win games because it's teaching you to keep the gaps, the gaps closed and keep the ball tight to your body as habit, not as a temporary, I got to do this for coach. It's, it's just like when I used to teach, we all teach kids how to run at young ages where you keep your ball, you keep your elbows at 90 degrees. Well, that's great for track and for speed, but now we're going to sport specific talent. Now I want to break those habits and I want to keep that ball up tight, condense that elbow, which it goes against what they've been doing for years. And so now it helps them retrain a condition to be able to carry the ball in the most secure manner.
1: Awesome. And here's the other thing. You made a very valid point. And, I, and I'm not knocking any football product out there, right? Mm-hmm. But you made a comment of some products where you, you can use them. You need another person, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, during a game situation, you cannot use, like, you know, things you were saying. Where this yeah. ball, you could run team with it. You know, you can gotcha. run team with it in a modified sense to the point where it can go, you know, so that's pretty cool. So, Coach, let's do this. Uh, you know, the whistle is great and everything, but i got to go to a commercial break. I'm going to do a huddle commercial break. We'll come back with a first drive question. Okay, Coach? Ready for you. Awesome. Coach Stone, Podcast 16. We'll be right back. Huddle is a leading software company revolutionizing the way coaches and athletes prepare and stay ahead of the competition. Go to at Huddle Football on Twitter or go to www.huddle.com slash football for more information on Huddle. Back from Coach Stone Podcast sixteen, we got the inventor of high and tight on the line, you know, Coach Granger. Uh, coach, we got the first drive question. Now, I'm sorry to do this to you. This is the first podcast where I have more questions in each thing, so I hope you're okay with this. But I mean, at the end of the day, here's the thing. You know, we're just going to high and tight it. You know, that's all we're going to do. We're going to high and tight it. We're going to hear the beat and let's rock and roll with it. So. When in doubt. Work on
0: ball security, right? When in doubt.
1: Right, hey, hey, I, I'm just doing I'm making sure I'm not fumbling the ball, coach. You know, we're, we're just talking and I'm, just, I'm sorry. I didn't. Wait, sorry, coach. I was actually doing it right. So, here we go. First drive question. Here we go. Uh, coach. How does this ball help with a teaching form? I know we already talked about this, but could you elaborate on it for our viewers?
0: Well, you know, a lot of times when you watch a kid play, and this is, i become just watching games. My kid's are like, Dad, you see how he had, he had his finger on the tip? That's not sound. You know, he's exposing half of the ball. I've changed with my own players now, talking to them. I want them to be critical of technique, I want them to become experts so that way they coach each other and help each other. You know, the old adage, you're only as strong as your weakest link. I mean, I want our kids to be coaches of themselves and others because it's our team, it's our sport, let's make it the best we can. And so I now have my kids, I would say, if you look at a player that, and you mentioned as a quarterback, how many times did you get taught how to carry the ball? You know, Yeah. You were taught framing it, tip out over the top, you know, those elements. You weren't, and they tell tuck and run. You know, this last season, our skill went from double-digit fumbles before we were using the product to our skill had two fumbles, our quarterbacks had nine, you know, and I look back and I start, you know, analyzing it and watching film. And I'm like, because, you know, quarterbacks throw with that finger close to the tip. Well, when they talk, their finger is on the tip. And so we now analyze and go, okay, think about vicing the tip of the ball in between wedging it between your index and your middle finger, because now you make almost like an equal distribution of pressure from your hand onto the ball. I talk about vising the ball now. Basically, we want to create a vise. You know, growing up on the farm, we were working on tools. And stuff, but if you didn't put a, a, a piece or a part in the vise correctly and you clamped down on it, that thing would shoot out. You know, and that's exactly what the football does. If you don't clamp down on that football with equal distribution of pressure, splitting the, the tip of your um, index finger and middle finger with the tip of the football, and then condensing the gaps, people don't even realize there's a gap between your wrist and your elbow that exposes it from a football. I was working uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy with Rod Woodson, you know, the legendary Hall of Fame defensive back who's probably created more fumbles than any of us in the world combined, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him, like, what do you see? He goes, he goes, I look for air. He goes, when you, you know, these guys that cover the tip, or they'll grab the tip and eagle quiet. He goes, that makes the wrist pop out. He goes, there's a gap right there. I attack that gap. You know, if he's down there and he's he's choking off the tip and his and his and his elbows up, he goes, I see a gap. I'm attacking that gap. And I was like, man. And I was working with Tyrone Wheatley, the you know legendary player at Michigan, and now with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a running back coach, and he has Leonard Finette and these guys. He's like, he goes, Tommy, I get it. I get it now. He goes, "You want to activate the larger muscles and you want to make that vice as strong." He goes, "I tell Leonard to set the ball before he gets to the line of scrimmage." And by his definition, set the ball, split the fingers so you get, you know, two fingers on a thumb and an index finger on one side of the ball, the other three in the other so you can keep it in there tight. And he said, "And activate your wrist, which is I mean activate your forearm by squeezing your wrist down." So now you're using your larger muscles to create the vice. You know what's stronger, your wrist. Or your forearm, and that's where Tyrone. You're like you know, you got to activate that hard one, and then in, and then closing that elbow. Now you're activating the larger muscles of your shoulder and your bicep. And he goes, and when you condense it, squeeze it down. He goes, you're carrying it high and tight, which is exactly what your product teaches. He goes, sorry, it took me so long. I get it now.
1: Mm-hmm. That's and
0: awesome. Like, and you know, truthfully, Coach, it was like we know what we know because we've been taught what we taught. And mm-hmm. how many people spend time teaching finer points of technique we got so many schemes we need to do we got so many kids we need to get out you know we, there's so many things going on whether you're a college coach and you're going from fall to recruiting to spring ball to recruiting to hey i need to see my family oh wait spring it's fall again you know you're the high school guy who goes from football to i'm a basketball coach i'm a powerlifting coach i'm a track coach um and then summer workouts and then bam, it's fall again how many people spend time looking and going okay how can i make my kids better and? And the more precise impact things like technique. You know. That's all awesome. the, awesome. the kids graduate and they're gone, and you're like, "Oh, I got to do it again."
1: That's great. And there's the next question. Then, how strong do you have to be to make the ball work? Because, like, you know, when I looked at it and my son first tried it, he's nine now. Everyone that doesn't know, he's third grader. Uh, this, what was the ball you sent me, Coach? What was the type of the ball you sent me again? Was it?
0: What's the I call this, so a I this a beginner? This is a beginner. beginner hmtv okay. two. Okay, and so when my
1: he, and when he, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. You go. Oh, so when he did it, ladies and gentlemen, he he like, "Oh, Dad, you bought me a new football." I'm like, "Son, yeah, but we can't punt it." He's like, "Oh, okay. I don't know. Can you? I don't think you want to punt this, right, Coach?" I tell everybody, you
0: know, when I use it, when I train with a set of balls, they get about a year's worth of work, and then if you if you work on them good enough, you're going to break them down because you know it's the 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 technology, the sensors inside get beat up over right, time. Right. And so then, you know, so you're going to get that refurbished element. So my six, eight and 10 year old take the ball and they'll put the X, they tell him, I'm going to find the X daddy, which basically means you're putting the flat panel of the of ball to your chest and your forearm. So they'll do the X between their fingers. And then they will literally do the technique that I now teach it as called finishing, where I take my off arm and put it over my wrist. Yeah. And they will close the gap between their wrist and their, and, and subsequently drive their elbow down and they'll make it beep in the house and my wife's like, stop doing that, okay? It's been six <laughs> years, stop doing that, you know? But so my six, eight, and 10-year-old have listened to me talk technique and so they condense it and make it no problem. And I'll go to trade shows and, you know, I was working with uh, Thomas Hammock and Randy, Randy um, Jordan uh, from Thomas Hammock's with the Ravens, Randy Jordan's with the Redskins and so Thomas Hammock takes it in the Ravens and they use it. They're teaching to their defensive backs because they don't carry the ball very often, but when they do, they want them to do it correctly. So Thomas Hammock takes it in there, and, and Coach Harbaugh goes, hey, let me see that. I can do that. And he goes to do it, and it doesn't beep. And I'm like, and Thomas is like, you should have seen the look on his face, right? He's, and he's on radio later on talking about on – on camera going, hey, I've been working out. That thing, you know, it must have – the batteries must be dead. No, because it's, it's technique more than anything.
1: And that, no, think, that's funny. That's what it is because, like, when he first did it, right, he was like, Dad, I don't know. What and then I'm like, son, look, remember how we taught, like, you know, like you were saying, like the vice and everything. I'm like, yep. just grab it, claw it up, put it to your chest, and then squeeze it to your pec. And he's like, oh, Dad, this is mine, right? I'm like, yes, yeah, son. I'm going to let you use it when I'm not, when I'm not traveling with it. So <laughs> with the next part of the question, Coach, explain to the viewers the different sizes you have, because I believe you have two different sizes. Don't hold me to it, but I believe that's the correct yes. answer, right? That is I correct. Explain to them, explain to them what they are, because I got the youth one, right? You would call it the youth version, correct?
0: I actually, I, I renamed it because of the, the standpoint of the force. The force generated is less required with that, the beginner, than it is with the HNTV one. You know, because when I when I first did it, I want you know, I want I want to challenge my guys, right? I want to make it every all my practices should be harder than games. Is my philosophy. You know, it's like training the Marine Corps, you know, training and all the evolutions we do are easier than the conflict we're going to be in. And so I try to do that same mindset of mental toughness by doing that. And so I, I calibrated the first one too, too high because the guys are like, man, coach. And I go, no, it's, you have to be that much better with technique. So the HNTV one is the same size that of all the footballs you'll use in high school. You know, it's a it's thousand five Wilson. It's chartered after that GST. Um, and we actually compared it to the Nike rifle in terms of we were at uh, texas tech and he's like hey get it get, or we're at iowa and he's like let's measure it because that's all they use and he's like oh no it's the same size he's like oh great we can use it you know so and then the beginner which is bad, modeled after the youth size football yeah. from basically fifth grades to eighth grades i now use that with my younger college kids because you know how it is when when you're like when you're coaching a kid in baseball and they use those little balls now. Because it focuses them in, you know, like you use a smaller ball, and now the kids are looking at it going, "What is this?" and it draws his attention again, because it's different. They get, you know, it's almost they get complacent because they've been doing, they've been using the same football, they've been using the same drills. I can't stand that when a kid, when a kid thinks he knows what's coming. I don't. I want to change it up, and so I'll throw them the little ball, and they're like, "Oh, what's this, coach?" and then like, do your technique, and it's and I change the decibel so it sounds a bit louder, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome," you know no different than what they were doing before right but i recaptured their attention they're working on it they want to use it now so hntv1 regulation college size high school hntv2 more for the younger i tell the guys if you're if you're a jv freshman coach you know at least get one or two of those because you got guys who have, should be the strength of an 8th grader you know but they're in high school mom and dad put them ahead you know so you just want to be able to reach everybody because you all want they all want you know, positive reinforcement. They want to know they can do it. So beep, they want to hear the beep. You know, I had one coach just today, I was at a clinic and the coaches were college coaches. I said, why didn't you make it so it shut off? You know, why don't you have it so it beeps and you turn it on and then when you do it right, it shuts it off. And I said, you know, I went through that, my early renditions and what it came back to is Pavlov's conditioning, on-print conditioning is you want to know you're doing something right. And try, truthfully, honestly, when you go to our practice and you hear this beeping, you're like, what's that beeping going on? You know, is it my hearing aid? No, they're working on something that means so much to our game and to our teams. Every team says ball security, ball security, ball security. But if you, until you train with high and tight, you really don't know if you're working on ball security. You believe you are like I did when I was coaching high school, but now you can hear the kids working on ball security. Our goal is to have the beeps going every second of every practice because we only get 20 awesome. hours and it's important. That is awesome. You know, and
1: here's the thing, too, for the audience that's listening. Coach, I don't even – it's okay. Do you mind if I drop a couple of names while while we're doing this? Your NFL okay, teams absolutely. that have used it are the Chargers, the Colts, the Saints, the Bears, the Redskins, the Titans, the Ravens, the 49ers, the Broncos, the Jags, and Cowboys. With the Cowboy one now, if you guys all remember this, this was on – with uh, who's who's the reporter? I'm trying to think of her name. What's her name?
0: Oh, Miss Michelle Tafoya.
1: Yes, she had the ball on. Uh, was it? I believe it was Sunday Night Football, wasn't
0: it? Yes, sir.
1: Like, yeah, Sunday Night Football. So she had Sunday Night Football, and she, and it was for the Cowboys, right? And yes. and you know the head coach Barry Switzer. Um, he he was really uh, Barry Switzer. No, it's Jason Garrett. What am I thinking? Jason, yeah. Jason Garrett. <laughs> you you went back I'm a couple like, years. I'm a decade behind, coach. I'm a decade behind. <laughs> So it's like they're like, wait, Barry Switch has been gone forever. Know, I'm Sorry. So hmm. Jason Garrett, like, I don't know if Jason got these or who got these for the for for Prescott, but seriously, you know, or is I think it was Prescott, right? Or is it Zeke? Zeke. You know, it was Zeke. It was Zeke. It was all Zeke. Oh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm all Harry Brown. I mean, was know, the guy. It was Tony Dorsett. You know, Tony Dorsett. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 99 years on Monday Night Football. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. So on Sunday Night Football, you know. She's talking about Ezekiel Elliott, and, you know, Jason Garrett's like, you know what, we're not going to fumble anymore. And she's actually doing it, and she's mm-hmm. got the bigger one. And it's, it's pretty amazing. And what I'm going to do, Coach, is I'm going to put that on a link so mm-hmm. people can look through the, you know, the different teams, the NFL teams, you know, a couple in West Virginia for college, Michigan State, Texas A&M, Iowa State, the Cardinals, Louisville Cardinals, Nebraska, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Old Dominion. The Sooners, the Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo team. You and I, you know, you know Clemson. I know I saw my Clemson when I was out there that one time. Harbor, RPI, you know Arizona Wildcats. You know, there's more and more, right? The Ducks, Hawaii, mm-hmm. Toledo. You know, I'm missing. What well, who else am I missing? Coaches? There's probably like a couple more I'm missing, right? Oh, my my
0: Northwood, right? No, <laughs> Central Michigan <laughs> University, Western Michigan University. You know there's that's the part you know what's unique in our profession is that guys move right and so yeah you know new guys come in and they're like well I've never seen this before and that's where I have that conversation like coach let's, let's talk you know um the San Diego Chargers the, they they used it when when um, Otis Wilson was there or Ali Wil- Wilson was there but he now retired and the new guy is this is coach Alfred he's like I saw him at the combine he's like I don't know anything about this I'm like Coach, I'd love to have a conversation. Let's, let's make sure we're helping you guys, too. Uh, but for for Coach, you know, Coach Garrett is out there, hey, I want the thing in and he's all about that. Gary Brown came up to me at the combine and said, hey, I heard about this football. Are you, are you the high and tight guy? And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm the high and tight guy. He's like, can I give you my card?
1: And I'm like, <laughs> Coach,
0: you know, I watched you when you were playing for the Lions. I'm like, can, I, can you give me your card? So, that, so these guys are calling me now, just, this little, you know, little farm boy, you know, Prior service Marine, they're calling me and say, Hey, you know, thanks. This is the greatest tool I've ever had. Like Gary, Coach Brown says, He goes, I'll never coach another day without high and tight in my practice. He goes, It changes the way they think, the way they focus, the way they work. Um, Randy Jordan calls me and, you know, he'd get all excited. He's like, Coach, he's like, I was coaching my kids on baseball and he's like, This is the greatest product ever. I love this. this is... Thomas Hammock is up from the Ravens. He's like, Tommy, I'm your guy. What do you need? He goes, I'll tell everybody there's no better product. And he just bought another six for for campus you know this last week he's like this is the greatest product ever i get everybody using it i'm getting the wide receivers together i got the DBs using it you know he goes he's like this is awesome you know and yep. you know it's just conversations right educating people always trying to add value trying to help people and uh, yep. that's how we got oklahoma i stopped in there for the spring ball and you know like knock on their door and they're like what are you doing here i'm like <laughs> What do you guys do? High How and tight do you guys guy. do ball carrying? I'm, a yeah, high, I'm a high and tight guy. guy. <laughs> like, does that get me anywhere? No. <laughs> Barry is like, who's this guy?
1: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have your own T-shirt. I don't know if you sell your own T-shirts, but I'm, you should put high and tight on the front and on the back. Hashtag, no fumbles. Hashtag, you
0: know? no fumbles.
1: Or what's that thing you say? You said what was that thing you said when it's beeping?
0: You so can hear me getting
1: better. You can hear me getting better on the back of the T-shirt. There you go. Just give me. I just got give one. Me a what two, size are you? i sending one. Yeah, just give me a 2X and we're ready to rock and roll with this. I won't be like, uh, you know, you know, the guy from the Shark Tank and ask for, like, royalties or anything. We'll just do it. We'll just do one T-shirt for free. Um, all right, Coach, let's do this. There's the whistle. We're going to go to halftime. Uh, we're going to water down. We're going to listen to, uh, you know, they're going to do the Big Four book with Coach Stone, you know, the one I came out. I do have a new one coming out soon. It should be out, you know, end of the month hopefully. The beginning of June, I'm just 589 pages of the football manual. Back to basics is tough. We'll be right back with Tom Kranger, Coach Stone Podcast 16. The Big Four, a physical education book written by Coach Anthony Stone, can be purchased through the following locations, Amazon, iTunes, BarnesandNoble.com, and Kobo. Brunch. $30. that's
0: okay, Wendy. That was a good carry. You're
1: still the man. You're
0: the man. Latte, $4. Ooh, shake it off, Johnny. Throw some dirt on it. New piano, $3,000. All right, guys. They're not saying boo. They're saying movers.
1: Supporting your team. Right slow. all right, Bobby. You still got the best home in the neighborhood. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. This is v right? Coach Stone podcast number 16. I'm not trying to be rude, but Coach got a little upset with me. The entire time we're talking, sorry, Coach. The entire time we're talking, all I'm doing is beeping. And he's like, you know, you can wait until after I get off the podcast. I'm like, Coach, it's halftime. Nobody's going to hear it. And then you're like, he goes, Coach, I know you're going to do. And I'm like, what's that? We're going to get back on from halftime. You're going to go. And I'm like, no, I'm not. So, Coach, you were right. I did come back. So let's just do this. Kick return questions. Here we go. Um, you were talking earlier about, you know, it wasn't just, this is not only for running back. How do the wide receivers, tight ends, defense, quarterbacks, how can they use it, your ball, high and tight?
0: Well, the, the simple transformation is going to a wide receiver. Uh, actually, my first, the guy that hounded me for uh, when I resume my prototypes, is coach by the name of Zach Azani, he's now the wide receivers coach at the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos are now added to your list because, he is a consummate professional, always looking to improve, strives for like no other. He is an incredible human being and an even better coach. You know? And he was, when he was at Tennessee, he's like, Tommy, i got to have this. i got this guy. This He carries it. He goes, so he sends me a video of his kid in meetings doing high and tight. He's in his meeting room with the ball high tight to his chest, beeping it. He covers the buzzer up because he got sick of it, but he's like, no, you're doing it. You're creating a habit that wins us games, you know. And so from the standpoint of the wide receivers, easy, easy conversion, I throw it. I'm a former wide receiver coach. Now i am gotten to the slots and the running backs. And I said, but everything we do, and I was, we, we actually had a high school guy that said to me, he goes, you know what, coach? He goes, I created a drill called uh, tuck to tone. And I'm like, what? He goes, I had a, he had a tall wide receiver who would carry the, catch the ball high and then he just carry it out there and would wait to tuck it, and he'd have kids punching it out. So now he created, a, he created a game and would time them from, he'd throw the ball up high, the kids would go from triangle, tip, and tuck it and see how fast he could tuck it and get toned. And he made it a game to create this habit of, I want to go as fast as I can right to the body. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, that's one of those guys where you always find a way to implement it. Um, the rest of it, we do with our former corner drills with the wide receivers, you know, just their footwork drills and catching it. You know, when you go to the combine, you watch, you know, watch an NFL, NFL network and they go flying across and they catch all these balls real fast and throw them down. That makes my skin crawl because you're creating a habit of not even tucking the ball. So we do it where we do it, the T drill like that, where you're going back and forth for your change of direction, but you must tuck it to tone first and then drop it. So you're creating that habit of, okay, boom. I'm gonna go high and tight, and then I'll drop. So you always get tone. Everything's looking for tone, so that way you know you're condensing and closing. Um, on the defensive side, which is probably the most, vi- you know, val- the largest amount of improvement you can make to a player is someone who doesn't carry the ball every day, right? And so mm-hmm. you put it in your in your circuit. and you know, I was just at uh, Notre Dame, and they um, coach loves the football for his running backs, and he's like, "How can I use more ways to implement it?" And we had this very same conversation and then we do a part on our circuit with actually Thomas hammock does it with their circuit at the the Ravens where they put the balls into their turnover circuit where they're stripping the guy and then they must go high and tight to tone. So that way they're working on their own technique inside the, the drill of stripping the football. Uh, And then the other one is where they're, they're doing the pass rush and they're, they're punching and ripping. And so then they're scooping and scoring to tone to so the teaching the guys to go high and tight. Um, and so you're really only and the one that I just did this, this best this best spring was I took my quarterbacks and every every down period we have for special teams, we talk technique and close to tone. Where they go and oh you know you do your four second drops, you do your escape route, and then all of a sudden you talk and go tone. Teaching them to go from that single finger on the tip, which is not a very solid hold, comparatively speaking, to mm-hmm. now splitting the tip and putting it through there. And so we did escape left, escape right, you know, that old element of rollout. Now you're running and they just have to have that, okay, I've committed. Boom. Now i got to work my technique. Uh, we also we run options. So we run and we pitch the ball. And so it's a pound and it's about 60% heavier. So the HNTV1 is 1.6 pounds. And so our guys love it because uh, love hate is a better way. They hate to pitch with it because it's harder and slipperier and, and heavier. But then in the game, our pitches look so much better because it's so easy. Because they've really done strength training for a proprioceptive movement that they don't usually train, which is extending the wrist out and over. So we've activated, you know, smaller muscle fibers and strengthened them by using a weighted football that's also slippery. Uh, so you're really only limited by your imagination. Um, Coach Alexander, who used to be with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, and he was trying to, you know, use the ball in practice snapping because he's like, man, when we when we play in 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 Foxborough in the winter, that ball's rock hard, or we're playing in Three River Stadium, and that ball's rock hard. It's slippery just like this. He goes, this is really slippery. This helps that element, so he's using it for just snapping, just as guys all by himself just snapping. You know, and ironically, he's now with the Cowboys, and so it's like.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't
0: spoken to him since he got there, you know, for his OTAs. And I'm wondering if he's going to do that transition over when he's there now with his O-line. So, you know, the element that I use, I start from period one. So I'm, I'm out there and we're warming up with him, catch, tuck, tone. And then we go to our dynamic warm up. I got a kid who's, you know, really got some tendencies. He'll, he'll run dynamic warm up with the ball tight to his body. And then at each down, each end, he'll switch hands, you know, and then, He'll work on that technique as well while he's doing dynamic warm-up of, you know, high knees, butt kicks, all that, karaoke. And then when we go into our individual drill, we use it. We integrate it. Running backs, every drill you do, you use this. You know, you're doing ladder drill. You're doing cone drills. You're doing all that. You're using high and tight because you have to reinforce that habit. You know, we, when we transition, we go into inside, and we'll use it for inside. We'll use it for perimeter. And then, like you said, at the college level, because, we're you know, we're throwing a lot of RPOs and stuff, stuff like that off of the option, then we yeah. transition to a regular team ball. And then what I have is, you know, we got three or four strings of guys. So if you're on the sideline, you're beeping the ball. You get a beep on your right. You switch it, go left, get a beep, and now you're pitching They're throwing it to your teammate who's coming off. So there's constant awareness of we're working on the most important thing. Uh, Michigan State, you mentioned Michigan State is one of our – they were one of my first – he was my first running back conversion guy because he was saying the terms, and then we were at a clinic working together, and he's like, Coach Warner, who's their offensive coordinator, he's like, Tom, this is awesome. we got to have these. You know, can you come down? Because I live in Michigan. So he's like, come on down. And so he, he let me go into practice. I integrated him into practice, taught the technique. And so then this past year, LJ Scott had a fumbling issue. And I watched his film, and he was fighting for yards like no other. It's like when I worked with Matt Jones. Matt Jones was conditioned. Anytime he got inside the five or inside close to a first down, he was spinning and fighting for yards. And he was extending the football away from his body because it was a habit he had done in high school. And he didn't even realize that it was his habit. You know, repetition becomes habit, habit becomes character, and character is what you see. Well, I was talking to Coach Warner at Michigan State, and I'm like, LJ does a similar thing. He's always trying. He's, he's got an off-arm on the ground. He's always trying to go, and he got two balls punched out like that. And then he was spinning on a pile and got a ball punched out like that because he's stretching for more. And I go, Coach, how often are you using the ball? He goes, use them every day. We use them for about 10 minutes. Our ball security thing. I go, he has a habit that he doesn't even realize. He needs to carry the ball tight to his body when he's going to get a drink. He's going to the drinking fountain. He should be beeping. I go, he has to condense himself. He should be on the sideline waiting for it going peep. That way he's got it tight to his body. He's got to break those habits that he's had for years that we didn't realize until now. Because once you get into where it's all even, you know, like Matt Jones and, when Redskins and now the Colts where everybody's the same skill level. Now the finer things and attention to detail are what decide outcomes. And people don't even realize they have habits like reaching for the ball and reaching it out until it's too late.
1: You know, and here's the thing I do. And, and kind of, you kind of answer all the kickoff return questions. The only thing I would add to the kickoff return question, no, that's a good thing. You know, because I was going to ask you when, when, what are some drills you do? If you don't mm-hmm. think about you were just talking about them. The other thing, the, the college coaches have to understand, or any coaches that are in high school that do spring ball. Now, in Illinois, we don't really get spring ball, right? Mm-hmm. But any other state that does spring ball, this teaching tool is phenomenal for anyone that's going to run the ball eventually, defense, mm-hmm. offense, whatever. So, you know, you can use the ball during practice anytime you want. You know, and coaches gave you a bunch of things. Coach, that's awesome. Let's do this. Let's go to a commercial, 3-D coaching commercial, We'll come back. We'll do the second drive question. I can't wait to ask you these questions. We'll be right back. Coach Stone podcast number 16. What legacy will you leave as a coach? The three-dimensional coaching framework empowers coaches at every level to fulfill their transformational purpose by helping them become fundamentally sound, skilled at coaching the mind, and focused on developing the heart. Are you needing to take courses to meet professional development or recertification requirements? If so, check out the different online 3D coaching course offerings at 3dinstitute.com. You can even take the 3D coaching course for three graduate credits. Make sure you use the coupon UNITEALL to save 10% on your entire cart. That's UNITEALL, no spaces, all one word, at 3dinstitute.com. Coastal podcast number 16. We're back from the second drive. Coach, this has been awesome. I want to thank you. I mean, I'm going to thank you later, but thank you again for this. <laughs> so let's do this now. The audience, if they haven't looked at highandtight.com, if they did, they, they might have got a sticker shock, right? But here's the thing. I don't think it's a sticker shock, per se, because normally your, your, balls, your footballs go for one forty nine ninety nine, but they're on sale right now for 119 But here's the thing. When I was thinking of this and we were talking at the halftime, how much does it cost? of a game, like, you know, the cost of a fumble, right? Yeah. At the end of the game, you, I remember, and this is, you know, this is going to bring back horror stories. I remember playoff game where we're playing a team 9-0, and we're 6-3. and we, No one thought we'd make the playoffs first round. They were undefeated. They were beat us by like 50 points. They beat us by seven, right? And, wow. you know, I fumbled. I scrambled out. I tried to get through the first down. I fumbled. And, I listen, I admit, I fumbled the ball. Totally did. Now, did that lose the game for us? Yes, that's what they say. Everyone says, right? You know, but it wasn't just that, right? There's, it, it, every play matters, right? But the, that's the fumble that everyone remembers, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But, look, I fumbled the ball at the end of the game. But with all that stuff before that, how to lead the team all the way to the playoffs, to play a team like that and almost win them, it's pretty amazing, right? And yeah. I, we're talking right now on my podcast and who would have ever thought for me fumbling the ball in that one game, right? You know, and after that I broke college records that were just recently broke, you know? So let's do that coach. Talk about the cost. I know you have a sale right now going on. And then I got another question for you after that, if that's okay for the second drive questions. So go ahead, coach. Yeah.
0: The floor is yours. Well, you know, and I, I, unfortunately I tell everybody i I'm, I'm a coach before I'm anything, right? I'm a, I'm a Christian man before I'm anything else. So, so the cost we try to we try to make sure that we're just not you know we're doing to cover our costs and going so right now at one nineteen ninety nine you know and then if you buy bulk you actually get a you know buy five get one free kind of thing you know so you can you can get it down there to where you know the element where you're about $100, $110 a hundred dollars one hundred ten dollars ball and it's like okay you think back to that one fumble that cost you that I went eight and one as a high school senior we lost a game because of a fumble and didn't get in the playoffs because. That's the way Michigan was back then. You know, you, you had to qualify, right? You couldn't just get six wins and get in. And, Correct. you know, yeah, they say, so you're looking going, okay, if I could have spent, I mean, mm-hmm. what would I have spent to get that, that fumble back and been 9-0 and and been in the playoffs and had an experience like that? You know, I would have spent thousands of dollars, right? You know, I had a, a lady, and you talk about being that guy that fumbles. I had a woman, one of my first customers was this lady from Pennsylvania, saw the Sunday Night Football, reached out in line, Philip up the contact us and she I hit her back and she called me she's like I just want you to know my son's a freshman and he fumbled last year as an eighth grader and lost the game for him and it's haunted him since last year and when I saw hmm. this ball he begged me we saw we saw the ball he goes he begged me to get it because he did not want to let his team down like he did and I thought wow you you're raising a great man because a he's taking responsibility for his actions and b he wants to change I thought that's, that's phenomenal for a kid to be a freshman, having that kind of mindset that I want to find something to get better. I said, you're going to be great in this life. You know He's going to be great in this life, and you know, I, want, I want to coach that kid. Uh, and then you look at it and go, okay, I was talking to a coach who said, you know, that's pretty steep in price. I go, Coach, how many fumbles did you have last year? He goes, our running back carried the ball 250 times, and he had five fumbles. He goes, which is not much, I think. I go, okay, so it's, you know, it's 2%, which is the NFL average. I said, but let me you ask you this, the five fumbles, How many games did it cost you? And you could see him processing. He goes, oh, man, he got one punched out right in the five that we were going to win. and We lost to a team we shouldn't have. He goes, two games. One for sure. He goes, but probably two games is what it cost us. And I said, Coach, what was your record? He goes, we were five and four. And I go, or he goes, we were four and five. I go, would you take that one back and be five and four? What would you invest to do that? If I said to you, I guarantee you win that game if you buy four balls and you train for your spring ball and your summer, and that kid doesn't fumble any balls and you win that that game, would you? What would you pay? And he goes, Oh, you got me. You got me. He goes, That's done. Five hundred dollars <laughs> easy. You got me. I go. Well, I don't want to get you. I want you. I want everybody to see that it's, it's not about the cost. It's about the cost if you don't do it. You know, if you just go status quo. And allow yourselves just to be rely on human nature and do what they've always done. You get the results that you always got. You know the definition of insanity. And we can't be that as as, as humans because we are flawed. We have we make mistakes, and so we got to train those mistakes out of us. And there's a value position, there's a return on investment. If you train with this, I've seen it. I've had I got hundreds of coaches that have seen it. I do a terrible job with getting testimonials because these guys are like, coach, this is the greatest thing ever, anything you need. And I'm like, you're, busy. you're a busy, you coach, I don't want to hound you. But, you know, they're like, they will say you need to train because we see results. My guys, my own guys went from double-digit fumbles because of attention to detail and understanding the technique and working it, not just knowing, not just having the balls, but working it to where they had two fumbles, and those two fumbles became teachable moments as to what we needed to work on in our next drill session because I had two kids that didn't realize they had tendencies, one, to always carry them. The one kid had it always in his right arm, so we cut a, a wheel route to the left, tucked in his inside arm, and then cut back, and the kid, it came right away from his body as he cut back because it was right next to the athlete. So we trained the heck out of that, putting the outside arm, getting back to the fundamentals. other kid who used to play quarterback in high school caught it It was was going in he we noticed in practice he would catch the pitch and then he would wait to see where he was making his move before he tucked it he did that on kick return as he was going to go cut back to the field and got hit in his blind spot simultaneously as to when he was switching the ball but he'd never tucked it away so it's like put the ball secure it and then hash number sideline get outside you know and so it taught us what we could do next and the kids never had an issue after that because we we had we analyzed it and said, "Okay, what can we learn from this?" But mind you, we were in double digits before we went mm-hmm. to two, which is still too many because it, the one the both cost us games. You know, and now you're talking about, "Okay, I get fired because I lose these games." You know, most people don't think about that from a from a high school standpoint. Oh yeah, but yeah, college and pro, that's real. Yeah, you know, that's, Jason that's very,
1: Garrett, that's a coaching job, yeah,
0: yeah, the ball, the ball, the ball. That's, you walk out of, their practice, out of their practice facility into the locker room and you'll see of their meeting rooms in the locker room, it's got pictures of the ball, like big old blown-up pictures of that's what they're going to get the next person next week, the ball, the ball, the ball, and it's true. I mean, it, So that element of investing in a training aid that will create habits that win games, you know, the guys that I have now, they think of it as, hey, we're, we're buying new footballs. We're training every year with high and tight, and as soon as they get we're going to refurbish them as soon as they get back because we want to have this because we got new kids coming in every year who have habits that we need to continue, A, to reinforce if they come from programs that use high and tight, or, B, that didn't come from programs that use high and tight, and now we need to break those habits that they've been doing for years. And that takes a lot. <laughs>
1: that, that does. Coach, do me a favor, too, and, and I, I apologize if I cut you off. How, no. is, the, how is the customer service for you? And then, you know, we, we've only talked a couple times, you know, on the phone. Oh, well, we talked probably like 10 times. I remember one time I'm driving home, and we talked three times. But how is the customer service for coaches who have questions or concerns about anything? You know, I would say that, that, you know, I'm an example of this when I recruit kids, you know, college element.
0: If I don't respond to you or my people don't, our team doesn't respond to you quickly, you know, our goal is a, everybody gets a response every day. You know, I think the business world, they talk about, you know, you get 24 hours. I don't work like that. You know, to me, 24 hours is a long time. I get a lot done in 24 hours. So if you reach out and you go on the contact form us and you get a, you'll, you'll get a response by the end of the day, that's what everybody signs. And then, better yet, you take my cell phone number and you call me, all right, 989-400-7273. If you've got an issue and my team hasn't responded with, within that day, I'll take care of it personally because that's that's the most important thing because, you know, this is a gift. This is it's an opportunity. It's a gift to be able to help everybody in all levels of the football that's given us so much, and I'm going to make sure that I do that. When I was a recruiting coordinator uh, back in the day, you know, they talked about the number of emails. I emailed everybody by the end of the day. That's a priority, you know, and I've carried that over into our business model that there's none of this 24 hours element. It's like, now if you get me at 10 o'clock at night and I'm sleeping, that's, you know, that's on you, but <laughs> I'm not gonna answer phone. But but, you know, it's it means that much to us that we make a positive impact in this world. We call it at our university we call it go mad to make mm-hmm. a difference. You know, Todd Gurley, who's you know, NFL um, offensive MVP, he has a the the go um get made, make a difference every day. And I saw I saw that and I'm like, that's exactly how we all need to live. You know, is that element of making a difference, and so if somebody got an issue and I can help them, I'm going to make that difference, and our team's going to make that difference. So I challenge you, not you know, to let me help you and overwhelm us, and we can help you in any way, whether it's implementation, like when you know, Coach, at Michigan State's got that issue in the middle of the season. I text Coach because I see it because I know you know how good he is in terms of what he wants to do, and mm-hmm. and he reaches back to me in the middle of a game week, and he's like, Tom, I need some help. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? I'm like, I'm like, I'm here for you. I said, I'll come down there. I'll do whatever I need to do to help you guys. And uh, he's like, well, I appreciate it. I'll take those three points right there, and I will implement that. And you'll see, after that week, L.J. Scott never had another fumble. And it was all because Coach Warner is willing to do whatever, and we're willing to help him do whatever. That's awesome.
1: And here's the other thing. Like, the one thing, if you've been on highintight.com, 1-855-NO-FUMBLES. That's a pretty good phone number, Coach. I just want you to know that right now. Well, wow, that's that's right with your hashtag, right? Dude, I'm telling you, you could, I, I honestly, that'd be an awesome shirt. You know, that that would be an awesome shirt. We, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now, BJ, we're gonna put hashtag no fumbles and then hashtag what was the other one? You're getting better, Coach. Is that what you. Said? You can hear us getting better. You can hear us can getting hear better. Us getting better. Starting a trend right now tonight. All right, Coach. With that being said, there's the whistle. We're down to the two-minute warning, Coach. So in the two-minute warning, what I always do is you have two minutes or whatever, however time you want, give us some words of wisdom, and then make sure you tell us about all the websites, social media, and all things like that. Okay, Coach? Gotcha. The floor is yours. The words of wisdom, create habits that win games.
0: You know, that's the thing that I look at that kind of drove this is we have habits and we don't even realize it. So high and tight will allow you to create habits with your skill position and your, your emphasis. Everybody says ball security is number one. Well, this product is a tool to ensure that you are actually a man of your word or a woman of your word, that you're actually working on ball security. You know, and then uh, the other part is like, don't tell me what you believe, show me what you believe. You know, I had a great man once said to me, he goes, it's not what you believe, it's what you be living, and that's how you should spell believe. And so if you believe in ball security being number one, be living it by training with high and tight. Uh, that to me is the ultimate thing. And then the other part is realize that in this great game, the evolution of our great game, we have never taken ball security focus like we have in terms of technique. There is a perfect way to carry a football, and it's, it's a scientific element. Uh, I teach my kids the element that if you're on the scenes of a football, it's insecure because it can pivot and rotate when you try to squeeze and condense it. And so just be aware of that because that element of educating the kid now makes them a better athlete and ultimately a better uh, performer. And then when they're someday, they're going to coach their own kids and they're going to teach, they're going to teach them the right way. Uh, I was with a, a first year running back coach in division one who played quarterback in high school, in college. And he was great quarterback. I watched him in, in a big 10 school and, you know, he humbled himself, which I was amazed. I, I thought he was a great kid before because I watched him play up close, but he said, coach, he goes, you've been doing running backs longer than I have. Teach me what you see. And I said, well, Nathan, I'll, I'll be, I'll give you everything I know. And this is why I believe this. I, I read an article from an AFCA the other day about how to switch a ball. And I thought, that's not what I teach. And this is why I teach it. You know, and this and it's all based upon fact. Like, it's not me saying it. It's, People smarter than me, wiser than me, that have science behind it. High and tight is about applying science and classical conditioning and operant conditioning and habits to the game of football. And I would love to help every across America do that. It's highandtight.com, h-i-g-h-a-n-d-t-i-g-h-t.com, and every social media that you know the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's at high and tight all spelled out with the number one after it because if you've had one fumble ever, it's one too many. Our goal is to have zero and to train kids a new crop each and every year. It's like when I met Zeke Elliott at the Cow and he said, This is the greatest tool ever and I said, Zeke, it's only the greatest tool if A, you use it and B, it creates habits that get you to the Hall of Fame because that's ultimately your goal. You know, so I I'd love for you to be the guy in the Hall of Fame that Carried the first high and tight in the NFL, and as a result, it helped you perform to a level that allowed you to be where you are. And that's ultimately what we want: is everybody to fulfill their potential and exceed it. And high and tight wants to do that with everybody across America, from youth all the way up to professional. So thank you, Kodak, own for allowing me to work with you and. And to talk to five or 10 or 10,000 or a million people.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we we're, we're, we're way above, we're way above five or 20. I just want you to know, yeah. I always say that every episode, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I got to try to get something right. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone feels bad. So they pass it around. Worst case scenario with this one, you know, what's going to happen. They're just going to hear this all the time. They're just going to hear that's, that. I mean, that's what's going to happen. If they, if they <laughs> That's what's going to happen. You're just going to hear the high and tight noise. I love it. Coach. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for the gift. I greatly appreciate it. I want to thank Coach Granger, Northwood University, um, running back's coach. Also, you know, he's the inventor, creator of High and Tight. Make sure you go to his website, highandtight.com. Make sure you talk to him. Honestly, like he said, a cost of a fumble is literally priceless. If you don't fumble the ball and your quarterback is really good efficiency with not throwing turnover, throwing the interception, mm-hmm. the like less likely of losing is a lot less. More turnovers, less likely you are going to lose. So, coach, thanks again. I want to thank everybody for listening to Coach Stone Podcast number episode number sixteen. Uh, thank you everybody. Thank you, J C Hawks Radio. Thank you, J C Hawks Sport Networks. Remember, if you ever miss an episode, you can listen to it on iTunes under J C Hawks Radio, or you can go to Stitcher and listen to them. You know, with that being said, remember this—not the beep, but remember, always remember, instilling confidence by laying the foundation. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day. Thanks again, Coach. My pleasure, Coach Stoney. Every time you beep, I'm smiling. Oh man, you're smiling. I'm smiling. My I, son's like, I can hear you getting better. I need the ball back, Dad? I need the ball back. I'm like, <laughs> son, listen, I'm taking it downstairs. I need to do the podcast. It's okay, we'll just bring it out. So, Coach, thanks again, Coach Stone. Podcast number sixteen. See you later, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Coach Stone Podcast. I can't see where you come from. but I know just what you want to follow. And what matters we do, who's bad as not you stop me from your Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Oh,
1: sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. plus and conditions apply website for details. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?